1: Hi, hello, it's Josh Bo from MavsMoneyBall.com coming to you with another edition of Mavs Moneyball After Dark. This time we have a 115-101 Dallas Mavericks victory against the Utah Jazz in their third and final preseason game. The Mavericks finish the preseason 2-1, finish up with a pretty nice dress rehearsal against a Utah Jazz team that has uh, no intentions of winning many basketball games this season after blowing up the... Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert-Core this offseason. And as you can tell by me starting out this podcast, I am not joined by our editor-in-chief, Kirk Henderson. Uh, funny enough, I was I actually just saw Kirk uh, a couple hours ago. He hosted uh, a lot of the MMB staff for a little get-together before the season started. We watched, uh, at least I watched, the first half together with him and the rest of uh, the staff that was able to make it over. We had a nice time, had some good food. Got to finally uh, put some real faces to the internet names that I know from our, our Mavs moneyball Ball Slack and editing their bylines uh, over the last months and, and even years for, for some of the people I met today. So it was fun, but uh, Kirk needs some some time to clean up. He do, he was a great host, so um, no sense in dragging him onto a podcast after he, you know he did. He was so gracious with his uh, with his house tonight. Um, so you know, not much to not much to talk about. It's a preseason game, but it's a preseason win. You normally, in the final game of the preseason, you don't typically see a lot of the regular rotation guys and starters playing. But since the Mavericks are only playing three pre, three preseason games, which I feel is the least amount of preseason games I can remember in quite some time, uh, they did a, a basically another dress rehearsal like they did against the Orlando Magic. Uh, this one even a little deeper. Um, we didn't really see. End of the bench uh, training camp invite guys until the final um, five minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, so basically, up until then, you know, over, well over, you know, maybe 80% of the game, we saw starters in, in the main rotation and it looked pretty good. Uh, the Mavericks offense, uh, the final numbers look okay 17 to 47 from three, 36%, uh, 44 overall from the field, but it really, um, the numbers don't do it justice in terms of uh, how good the offense looked in terms of generating open looks. Luka Doncic looked spectacular again, uh, 24 points. He played 30 minutes in the preseason, which you really know. Uh, That this was a dress rehearsal game. He was 9 of 18 from the floor. Um, He looked great inside the arc. Um, He only shot that poor, you know, he only got 50% from the field because he was 2 of 9 from 3. Just uh, wasn't there from 3. But otherwise, everything else was there. Offense looked crisp. Crisp, he had 5 assists. He probably should have had like 12. Um, The Mavericks started the game shooting real poorly from 3. You know, Darren Finney Smith, Reggie Bullock, uh, both slumped uh, in the first in the first half, but then kind of came around in the second half. Finney Smith finished with 11 points, made three three pointers. Um, everything looked pretty smooth. Um, you know, Christian Wood had another nice game off the bench, 12 points and 10 rebounds. Came down to earth a little bit. Funny enough, he only he shot seven three pointers, and those were his only uh, seven shots of the game. So nothing inside the arc for him. Uh, but the pick and pop with Luca looked really good. Um, there was a sequence in the third quarter where Wood had a block and uh, and back to back buckets, uh, and really kind of and one of them was a pick and pop three in a Luca pick and roll, and it really kind of showcased wow this could be kind of what everyone was envisioning with Kristaps Porzingis and maybe even a little bit more considering how efficient Wood uh, has been in his career. So we'll see. Uh, it, not as great as a game as the first two preseason games, but still solid. Um, basically, every main rotation guy that played had solid contributions. You know, even Spencer Dinwiddie, who had his worst shooting performance of the preseason—one of eight, only three points. Still, had nine assists and zero turnovers, and he looked really, really comfortable running the offense as a secondary guy next to Luka and also running the second unit when Luka went to the bench. Um, it looks like we maybe we cleared up the whole Dinwiddie starting kind of media kerfuffle that happened. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, you know, Jason Kidd had a media scrum, kind of talked about Kid uh, Dinwiddie running the second unit, and uh, you know, I think some some wires got crossed in the media scrum, and and that led to some thinking that uh, Dinwiddie was not going to be a starter. Um, but as you can tell, you know, from the Mavericks with a dress rehearsal, they started the starting lineup that they basically have been saying they're going to start: Luca Dinwiddie, finney Smith, Bullock, and McGee um and didn't what he looked good in his role uh, in terms of controlling the offense of course his shot didn't look great uh, but that's gonna happen with him you know uh, i think last season mavericks fans need to understand that that was maybe a little bit of a mirage i mean the numbers here is putting up shooting wise were just astronomically better than anything he'd ever done previously in his career and you know his his track record is more he's more streaky than what he showed in Dallas, um, so that's going to happen. He's going to have nights like this, you know, even if it's preseason, regular season. But what's nice is he was still able to contribute. You know, nine assists, zero turnovers, uh, it was really nice. McGee did his thing in 13 minutes, four or five from the field, eight points. Um, probably the the biggest um, positive of the night outside of Luca playing well was how great Tim Hardaway Jr. looked. By far his best game. In the preseason, twenty points on only only seven shots because he went to the free throw line uh, ten times with six of ten from the free throw line, four or five from three. Really looked like the Tim Hardaway Jr. from the twenty twenty season and the twenty twenty one season. You know, last season was really rough for him. He never really looked right. He was he was struggling with his shot the whole season, and then January, you know, he suffers a, a season-ending foot injury. So he never looked good, and then, he, you know, you have that injury. He wasn't able to play in the playoffs. It was just a downer season for him. So it's really crucial for this Maverick season to, to be as successful as they want it to be. Hardaway has to be good, and he, he cannot be, you know, 30% shooter with lackadaisical defense like he showed last season. He has to be as good as he was. In that 2020 season and that 2021 season where he was, you know, taking a high volume of threes and making, you know, over 40% of them. I mean, that's his job. And and when you watched him tonight, it was just another reminder, you know, he's really one of the only guys on the roster that can kind of pop off uh, from three in terms of, you know, being a real presence off the ball. You know, Finney Smith and Bullock are, are, are great spot up shooters, but they're not necessarily guys that are coming off screens and pin downs and. And, and scaring the defense, you know they're mostly uh, shooting open shots, create generated by the offense. But Tim, like they're running, you know he's one of the only guy guards on the roster where he can run sets and run off screens and and catch and pull the trigger, and uh, that matters, especially with a team with Luca and Dinwiddie, two guys that you know love to find open three point shooters and facilitate. So it makes a big difference when he's good. When he's good, this Mavericks team I think uh, reaches another level. Uh, so it was nice to see him have a have a good game before the uh, preseason ended otherwise you know business as usual you know the only reason why this game was close in the first half again was because the Mavericks uh, just could not uh, make their open threes you know you could there were maybe some slight defensive concerns in the first half uh, Lori marketin had a crazy uh, game I mean crazy for preseason 21 and 10 on 13 shots uh, he looked relatively unstoppable in the first half so uh clearly something the mavericks probably need to work on a little bit uh, as we go forward but you know otherwise that's maybe the only blemish no one else on utah really went off uh rudy gay had 16 points and eight shots otherwise business as usual mavericks get out of a preseason get out of the preseason without any major injuries they look relatively smooth even in the game they lost um you know they looked fairly competitive uh from the guys that that you care about so um all good and everything's looking good like you, you can't ask for more from a preseason than you know you're the guys that you're counting on looking in shape and looking ready to go and no injuries i mean what more can you ask for i will say watching this utah team and again it is preseason but it's clear that their goal is to not win as many games as possible so they could get a top draft pick for either Wemby or, or scoot Henderson. Uh, they might have a couple too many, you know, one too many veterans that are, that can maybe make them as bad as they want to be. You know, like market. had a pretty solid game. You know, Kelly Olenek is a solid veteran. Uh, Vanderbilt is a really rangy wing that can do a lot of different things. Uh, even if he still can make some, some, some bad miscues, but you know, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, uh, I said before, Rudy Gay, like Colin Sexton is a young guard that, that can put up uh, a lot of points. Like They might need to make another trade or two if they really are serious about finishing with like the first or second, you know, first, you know, the worst record or the second worst record in the NBA. And hey, that's an opportunity for the Mavericks because, you know, they could use a Mike Conley coming off the bench. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, you could use a Jordan Vanderbilt uh, to bolster their wing rotation. That'd be cool. Um and if the, you know, these the longer we go into the season, these tanking teams are going to probably want less and less for these veterans because they just want to get them off the roster just so they can tank a little bit better. So that's going to be something to watch for the season, uh, this season. But, again, otherwise, hard to complain about this game. Everything looked good. The plan, looked, I think the thing about this preseason is the plan is there. And the plan, is, like we always said, is Luca running the show with shooting and, and a rim runner and a, and a pick-and-roll threat uh, means the Mavericks can only be so bad. And if the preseason is an indication that's going to follow through in the regular season, like the offense looks good. The defense you know has its moments. I think it's going to be some work for that defense to, to, to be as good as it was last season. Um, but they still have the pieces capable of doing it with Finney Smith, with Bullock, with Kleba, you know, with McGee's room protection, like it's still there. So, uh, otherwise Let's just get out of here. It's Friday night. I don't need to be talking about a preseason game that much longer, especially by myself. But, again, solid game. No real complaints. Everyone's healthy. And, man, we've got regular season Mavericks basketball a few days away. Again, the regular season tips off Wednesday night in Phoenix. That's uh, October 19th. Uh, after these crazy COVID seasons, it feels, it feels wild to be starting an NBA season. Yeah. Um, this early i know last season was kind of the first normal season after those two weird pandemic seasons so it's it's fun to get back into the regular grind of basketball as opposed to what the craziness we had the last couple years so looking forward to it should be a really fun night uh with phoenix and their weird vibes and you know how 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 pissed they were uh, with that game seven loss to the mavericks in the second round of the western conference playoffs. so should be uh, a very hostile environment and that always makes for some really entertaining loopy donches basketball because that's when he seems to rise to the occasion so uh, i guess that's it well, let's get on with it we're gonna have plenty of great content on the site between now and the start of the season so keep checking dot between now and and wednesday and then we'll see you guys wednesday night uh after that game with another edition of maz moneyball after dark and We'll get this regular season started. So again, this is Josh Bow from Masmonyball.com, Masmoneyball After Dark Podcast. Again, Mavericks Beat the Utah Jazz 115-101 in their third and final preseason game, Mavericks written to preseason two and one. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you Wednesday night.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.